Welcome to KISS FAQ Song Stories. In this series, we'll focus on the histories of some of KISS's best and least known songs. In this episode, Charisma, originally released on KISS's Dynasty album in 1979. It was the input of KISS's business manager, Howard Marks, that spurred Gene Simmons to write this song. Those sorts of contributions were nothing new to Howard, as he'd also received an earlier songwriting credit for Living in Sin on Gene's 1978 solo album. Howard had something of a musical background, having written jingles with Sean Delaney for their music department company. It was this background that gave birth to the song. In his Gene Simmons vault book, Gene recounted to Ken Sharp, Marx couldn't play an instrument. He may have been tone deaf, but he had ideas. He went on to recount another story about Howard scribbling down ideas around the word charisma on a piece of paper, leading to a conversation about the word with Gene. Gene detailed on his website, He jotted down a few lines I liked, what is ma, charisma, and so on. I wrote the song around a few of his lines. It was that in turn which led to the central rhyme of the song, What Is My Charisma, from which the melody flowed quickly and was soon followed by lyrics that Gene felt were almost a conversation with himself. It was almost a reinterpretation by Gene of the earlier Do You Love Me. Gene first demoed the song in late 1978, and it was among the song ideas that he presented to Kiss when they reconvened for their first studio album in two years in early 1979. Needless to say, that means that Anton Figg performed the drums on the studio recording in place of Peter Chris. Gene has suggested that he performed all of the instruments on that demo recording, which was released in 2017 as part of his Gene Simmons vault collection. The Dynasty song may not be one that immediately comes to mind when thinking of that album. However, it was used as a B-side on the US promotional and international 12-inch disco single for I Was Made For Loving You, but it didn't receive much further notice at home. It was also ignored when Dynasty material was added to the band set for the return of Kiss Tour in 1979. During Kiss's Don't Drink the Water promotional visit to Mexico in September 1981, the then-lineup lip-synced a performance of the song on the Channel 13 Applause television show. Also performed was I Was Made for Loving You following an interview with host Jimmy Forsone. When that visit was originally being planned, it had been hoped that they would be performing the first single from a new album. However, the elder wasn't ready at the time, and the 12-inch single in Mexico had sold over 121,000 copies, along with the 7-inch EP being their best-selling release to date with sales of over 250,000 units. With that sort of popularity, it's a no-brainer that those two songs were selected as the lip-sync candidates for the television show performance but it did strike an odd contrast seeing Kiss wearing Elder costumes performing Dynasty material. 
The song was unsuccessfully attempted by Kiss during the convention era. Charisma would become a regular song performed by the Gene Simmons Band during their all-too-short solo run in 2017 and 2018. Charisma! Regardless, it is the beginnings of this song which provide more interest to fans. Charisma was loosely based on a similar pattern on the pre-Wicked Lester song, Simple Type, with as Gene described in Behind the Mask, his touch of his riff in Black Diamond added to the mix. Simple Type had been one of the first songs Gene worked on with William Brooker Strander when he formulated the idea to put together a band to play his songs. Book recalled in Behind the Mask that it was one of three songs recorded as a two-track demo very early during the Wicked Lester recording project that followed. Gene recalled in Behind the Mask that it started off as more of a poem that explored what would now be described as toxic masculinity. Simply put, that character had a proclivity towards choosing violence as the solution. <laughs>
Brooke recalled, Gene and I had many discussions over the educated way versus the non-educated way of music. That was one of those songs where Gene did a bunch of things that he wasn't supposed to do. That was one of the first times I had to rethink my premise of music education. Following Wicked Lester's demise, Estrander moved to Emporia, Kansas to pursue his master's degree in music theory and composition while continuing a lifetime vocation for teaching music. It might seem an odd sense of philosophy from the demon. Eddie recalled, I had these hippie-esque notions. Can't you find a way? Why do you have to keep on fighting this way? Needless to say, the content of Simple Type fit neatly with the Vietnam Peace and Love era even if thinking of Gene Simmons as a hippie is a bit of a stretch to the imagination. Simple Type was among the songs performed live by Rainbow during their transition to Wicked Lester at their first gig. It was also captured among the band's catalogue of songs to date on an acoustic reel recorded in August 1971. In the studio sessions that followed over the next year or so, there were several versions captured and the song is one of a handful on which Gene and Paul traded off lead vocals. Gene handled the verses while Paul sang the choruses. A common version segues directly into She on one of the track sequences. Another mix features the song as a standalone with simple studio fade out. On none of the various circulating versions does there appear to be the wholesale replacement of Stephen Coronel's guitar solos by Ronnie Lejack. That makes the recording something of an outlier in the extensive Wicked Lester back catalogue, assorted mixes and song versions. <laughs> The copyright of the song was registered on November the 27th, 1972, published via the Gladwin Music Publishing Corporation. It's interesting to note that both Gene and Paul used their adopted stage names for the copyright registrations of their Wicked Lester songs at this time, providing some of the earliest evidence of that use prior to the Lynn Christopher album, which has generally been considered their first professional usage of those adopted stage names. The song also survived the transition into Kiss, being performed at the band's first show at the Coventry on January the 30th, 1973. What form it took that night is unknown, but it was still in the band's set when the Daisy Show was captured in June. However, by that time it barely resembles the original version and has become a seven-minute extended jam with much screaming. Not surprisingly, as the amount of new material in Kiss's catalog increased during 1973, the song found its way, falling out of contention, particularly when Gene and Paul had to scrape the bottom of the barrel to resuscitate all the material in 1974 and 1975 Kiss recording sessions. <laughs> Hey! 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 Hey!
Keep on 